Hello everyone, welcome back to Notes of the North Talks, a series where we get to know our amazing local Canadian composer talent. Today I am here with Dr. Kelly Marie Murphy. Thank you so much, Kelly, for taking the time to speak with me today. My pleasure, Brianna. First and foremost, I'd love to hear a little bit about your background. So where in Canada do you call home? I really consider Calgary to be home. Uh, all of my family is still in, in the area, southern Alberta, uh, Calgary, and west of Calgary. Um, I moved there when I was 13, and I left Calgary um, to do my PhD when I was 27. So I, I really, that was, up until then, that was the, the place that I had lived the longest. Um, my dad was in the military, so we moved essentially every three years. So uh, he retired um, after we were posted to Calgary, and that's how I ended up being there for such a long period of time. Like at that point in my life, I was like, oh my goodness, we're, we're not moving again. <laughs> so, amazing. Awesome. Is there any place else that you feel connected to or that may have shaped your life and your work? Absolutely. Um, a few places, actually. And so now I, I've lived in Ottawa for about 20 years, so it's starting to feel like home. <laughs> it's it's so different. Um, like growing up, oh, well, not growing up, but being in Alberta, if you're walking on a sidewalk and there's somebody like down three blocks down across the street, you give them a howdy. <laughs> In, in Ottawa, not so much. <laughs> it's, you know, I've been, you know, okay, people may not make eye contact and I'm, I'm still kind of, you know, even after 20 years, I'm, I'm dealing with that. But <laughs> so uh, it, it has started to feel like home. Um, I feel connected to the UK uh, because that's where I did my PhD. Um, that's why I left Calgary um, and I guess cultural roots maybe. Um, I also lived in the Washington DC area for about six years so uh, you know trial by fire essentially going from a, a sleepy little village in uh, in England to <laughs> the, the hustle and bustle of Washington DC and it was like shocking about as shocking as going from Calgary which looks like it just came out of a you know a, a box it's all shiny and polished to go up to northern England to do my PhD what a transition. So, yeah. <laughs> right so how did you first get into composition you know really by accident um I I didn't think of it um you know I maybe like a lot of people uh, I was taking piano lessons and eventually I, I started singing lessons when I was 16 and so I guess I knew I was a musician uh hadn't considered composing as as anything that one could do because of course you know when you're when you're doing this stuff who who are the composers that you play you you play mozart you play beethoven you're playing dead white european men <laughs> so i was like i it, it didn't occur to me um along the way one of my piano teachers had me you know gave me this little uh, manuscript book and we've we've all seen those you know the little ones and he would say write 
eight bars of something or 16 bars of something. And I really enjoyed that. I thought that was kind of fun. But again, didn't really put the pieces together that, that this could be a thing because <laughs> I didn't I didn't, I didn't see myself reflected in the Royal Conservatory, you know, books or, or anything that I was seeing on stage or, or whatever. So um, I eventually taught myself to play guitar, uh, you know, like as in to chord and strum and, and uh, started songwriting, I guess. Um, that got me a little closer. Um, when I was in high school, um, I played in the jazz band and I started to do um, choral arrangements, vocal jazz arrangements. And th there's where I really uh, felt a connection. I thought, okay, I can do this. I'm interested in this. Um, and I actually ended up applying to the Berkeley School of uh, Music, which is in Boston. And it was at that time, maybe still, uh, one of the you know the places to study jazz. And they had a vocal jazz arranging thing. Of course, I, I couldn't afford to go. I was I was accepted, yay! But I couldn't afford to go. Boo! <laughs> and so I I went uh, to my academic advisor at the University of Calgary, and she said, "Well, if you're interested in this, why don't you take a composition course?" And so I did, kind of thinking that that was going to be a direct path to becoming a vocal jazz arranger. Um, but that was not the case, and I was like. What is all of this? What you know? What are you asking me to do? Why am I here? Sort of thing. Um, but it turned out to be exactly what I needed, and has been my career since that time. Blessing in disguise, for sure. Yeah, exactly. You never know. I mean, you know, experiment, do things. <laughs> Amazing. So now getting into a little bit more of your musical style. Um, on your website, your music is described as Bartok on steroids. <laughs> among other, among <laughs> other descriptions, could you please tell me a little about the origins of this reference? Well, I mean, okay, so I, I you know, people hear my music and they, I guess, you know, when you're writing about something, you have to describe it. So I, these, these um, descriptions come um, and I think I, I like that one, Bartok on steroids, because in my sort of musical family tree, like I studied with Alan Bell and Alan Bell studied with Violet Archer and Violet Archer studied with Bartok and Hindemith's on that chain as well. So I thought, you know, this is pretty amazing. Um, and it was one of those things, um, you know, like playing piano and uh, getting to music school that was fine but then in history class we would you know hear things and uh, like Bartok I had never you know never played Bartok and never you know I had kind of a um, I don't know a sheltered experience with with music before uh, university so hearing these composers like Bar Bartok and Stravinsky and stuff it's like wow this is awesome <laughs> so I kind of like that and um, I think it comes from I, I tend to write um, energetic music like my music is either going really fast or it's really placid there's there's no middle ground with me <laughs> so maybe as I age I'm gonna experience a middle ground <laughs> so but I, I, I think that's where it comes from oh, very interesting what is one of your works that you feel best encompasses your musical style um, 
It might be a piece uh, that I wrote for the Griffin Trio. Um, so we were all young and beautiful and starting our careers, you know, a long time ago. And uh, they commissioned me and it was their first commission. And I was like, okay, this is cool. And uh, I had really not much of an idea what a piano trio was. And so there they were. And um, I wrote them a piece called Give Me Phoenix Wings to Fly. And it has, you know, it's the myth of the phoenix and rising up from your own ashes and rebuilding and all of those types of things, which, you know, kind of resonated with me on a, a philosophical uh, level. And trying to put that into music, I think that's that's the, you know, the goal, really. You're... Um, looking at things and hearing things and experiencing things and then asking well how how do i put that into music so i i think that might be one of the pieces that kind of encompasses everything because there are these two outer movements that just go 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 there's a lot of energy and you know it's the the add in me <laughs> and then the, this middle movement just very placid as things gather um so I think that might be the one that, that kind of encompasses uh, me stylistically. Definitely touches both ends of that spectrum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so you grew up on Canadian Armed Forces bases all across Canada. Yes. As someone who has had the chance to see so much of Canada, how have your diverse surroundings influenced your music or creative process? Well, I mean, it's... It's quite something, isn't it? When you when you you realize how uh, huge this country is, and I, I can remember, you know, when I was a student in England, and uh, I lived. Uh, I mean, I lived for a while in Northern England, um, and then moved closer to London, and then was commuting up. Uh, to the University of Leeds for my my composition lessons and whatnot, and people were just like. You know, you're traveling so far. I'm like, I can travel. I can go back and forth in a day. That's nothing. I, I'm from Canada. You know, it takes you know, hours and hours and hours to get anywhere. So I, I think just realizing how big our country is, and that it's not just people that look like me or people that look like you. It's it's just so many people so many cultures and uh i just i love that i i'm i love uh experiencing all of that so um yeah i think that was that was something that i learned um and i, I can tell you that um when i moved to england i mean i was really excited to leave Canada and leave Calgary but then it it didn't take long before gosh i was i was homesick um, being you know from from calgary and always knowing where west was because there are rocky mountains staring at you and if you if you if you're looking at the rockies you know it's west um and you know just missing all of that um also you know i i lived in um I've lived in Nova Scotia, I've lived in Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan was one of those places where you realize, you know, I, as a kid, I would, 
uh, go out at night and, and lay on the ground and look up and you can actually see the curvature of the earth. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's so, there's stars and, and it, just the vastness, I think, was something that um, I think it influences us uh, in some way. Um, a- anyone who's an artist in Canada, I think we, we feel that. Mm. If you could describe the Canadian composition style in three words, what would they be? <laughs> That's really a tough question. Okay, so um, vast, I guess. We are a young immigrant nation, um, and yet we have the indigenous roots that take us back uh, time immemorial. So there's that quirky, we're a huge country with varied experience. So uh, rural, urban, and anything in between. I mean, you know, you can live in a lighthouse or you can live in a forest, an old growth forest. Um, You can live on a boat, uh, you know, like all of these things. Um, And let's see, um, special. I think we're we're unique. And, you know, so much of um, Canadian experience is denying (laughs) that we are uh, anything like uh, the U.S. And but it's true. We are. We are not like the U.S. We are different and we are special. So I think those might be my three words um, to to describe Canadian culture and Canadian music, maybe. Yeah, that's great. Do you have a specific (laughs) work that really represents this Canadian style? Uh, Let's see. Okay, so you know, like we've talked about, I've lived in many parts of the country. Um, so I've known from an early age just how how big and how different um, things are, like the different accents and the you know different scenery and all of that. Um, and I think that um, maybe a piece like uh, A Thousand Natural Shocks, um, this was a piece that I wrote for uh, the Vancouver Symphony Orchestra, um, and it uses, uh, I give conch shells to the trumpet section. And this was kind of inspired by puja ceremonies, which are you know part of Buddhist and, and Hindu culture, um, not part of know my culture I guess but because I'm Canadian I feel like you know I've I've learned about that I've experienced it sort of thing um so that's something and maybe another piece might be um an El Escuro es Toro Uno which was a piece uh, it's a double concerto for harp and cello um and it's based on Sephardic Jewish um, music again not part of my um, cultural background but just so beautiful and um, it I think being Canadian allows me to experience and embrace all of that Absolutely. yeah so really? that's that's what I would say I truly admire how you're really embracing this multiculturalism what do you think is the role that composers play in Canada's cultural scene? So I think uh, any artist, I think the role of any artist is to um, observe and comment. So you're observing the world around you and commenting on that in, you know, your medium. So um, I I just, I, I feel that that is 
that's how I view my my job, um, and that can be many many things. It can be, um, you know, uh, it can be political. It can be uh, current events. It can be um, landscape. Anything, but uh, I think we have to observe, and um, that makes us uh, a lot of us anyway introverts. We're, we're okay being on our own and okay taking that role as an observer. Um, so that's that's what I feel is important. Um, and this is what brings our um, culture to other places in the world. Um, if we were just, you know, writing whatever or painting whatever, um, maybe it doesn't make uh, as big of an impact um, when we we take it elsewhere. There's something special about you know identifying what is around you as as an individual and observing that and commenting on that. Well, no matter how quiet, the music speaks volumes, right? Yeah, exactly, right. It, it can, and I've had that. You know, people go, "I didn't know you were so small." <laughs> you know, stuff like that, um, and. You know, you just have to go, okay, I, as a writer of any, anything, music, words, whatever, as a writer, you can be whoever. You, you can portray a character. You can, you know, it's, it's all of that. And, and I love that about my job, you know, like just being, being whoever I, I want to be. That's beautiful. <laughs> a little bit of a even tougher question now. What has been your biggest challenge so far on your musical journey? Oh, man. Okay, so I think it has to do with uh, self-doubt, okay? And this is an important part of maybe anybody's life, I, I can't say. I mean, as, as an artist, I guess I'm viewing it this way, but um, just getting up every day and, and writing and creating and um, not kind of uh, dismissing an idea because, you know, is it good enough? Is that the right idea? Like, it's that. It's, it's working against the self-doubt. Um, that is the most challenging thing. Um, there are always worries, um, but I feel like... Um, I, I've done this for long enough that hopefully, even on my worst day, I'm still doing something that is good, um, that is valuable. But that is the the struggle. Even you know, after so many years, um, I still wonder: is is this okay? Is the did I do? Is this piece what I wanted it to be? Um, but that's the biggest thing, and I think. Um, maybe everybody can identify with that <laughs> it's nothing to do with uh yeah it's nothing to do with anything else it's just my own uh self-critical nature which you need in order to put the best thing forward but it can as we all know um be kind of crippling if if it goes too far you can spiral down and go you know no, this is not good i'm not good <laughs> all of that so working against that uh is is tricky 
not letting it overwhelm your mind exactly i mean that's it that's it you have to make judgments always and we all do i think in in any anything that we do and anything that we're serious about um you know you 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 make critical decisions but it's yeah not letting it get on, on top of you beautiful <laughs> what do you see as the future of composition in canada oh well i hope it's gonna be vital and uh, amazing and i think now that i'm uh you know i'm older and i'm sitting on juries and i'm hearing things and i feel very positive there's just a lot going on in canada and i think that that's beautiful um i i want to hear all that i i want to hear what the younger generations are doing and i want to hear what they're connected to and um you know i i, I i'm feeling quite positive about it actually that's amazing. To conclude, is there any message you would like to share at all with young Canadians that might be listening? Okay, well, study. <laughs> Whether it is, you know, formally or informally, read things, look at people, observe, you know, go to an art gallery, uh, do something like that, study things, um, be a part of your community, um, get to know the old, the young, the in-between. What's going on? What are they thinking about? How does that differ from what you're thinking about? Ask those types of questions. Um, claim your voice. Um, I think we all have something to say and find a way to say that, communicate that, and be a part of yeah, our, our political system and use your voice that way. Use your voice as an artist. All of those things are, are really important. So well and that's oh, pretty much you. everything. Thank you so much for taking Yay. the time to do this. Oh, really my pleasure, Brianna.